Good morning and welcome at that time once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Still another, really, all things considered, a pretty good day here in the Valley of the Sun. I was told the real heat is still a week away, so this time next week maybe it'll be a little too hot. I hope this finds you well. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, you got to make it part of your daily routine. Allamericangold.com, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. It is what we do. Uh, just a quick uh, update on, on products. Uh, the Indians are leaving, uh, should be on their way here by tomorrow, so we should get the Indians early next week. Same thing with the Buffaloes, for those waiting for the Buffaloes. Uh, the half dollars are in, the dimes are in. And uh, what else is in? Uh, the Morgans, for those of you, there are still a few left of those. Those are in. Uh, so pretty much we're, we're, we're pretty much all caught up here and ready to rock and roll. And again, it's I don't even know what's going to happen every morning. You wake up and you're like, what is going on in the world today? And it's another doozy of a day. Uh, Wall Street getting battered and bruised again. Trade wars heating back up. Uh, I've been warning you, they didn't fix the thing. And I know they, they like to talk about how they have the courage to act and, and they stepped in and, and they fixed it all. Of course, Tuesday, I'm talking about the central bank, right? Talking about how, how they took a crisis when, let's face it, a lot of these banks should not be here. A lot of these companies should not be here. And guess what? They're all still going to go away. And it's starting to happen all over again. Uh, for those of you that uh, do business with Deutsche Bank, this is Germany's largest lender. Uh, big, big trouble brewing there. We're going to talk about it. The Federal Reserve uh, out, which I've never seen before. Usually they pretend, oh, we've got to keep it private. And I guess because, and I'm making an assumption here. I don't know that, that Deutsche Bank has branches here like where, we're, where you and I would make deposits. Uh, they may be you know, uh, places where you trade stocks or, or stuff like that. Not that that is any better or worse. I mean, it's still, if you've got money there, you've got problems. But they normally don't do this type of thing. Then this morning, big announcements on, on the aluminum and the steel tariffs. They're back. Also being reported is Donald Trump is, is getting ready to drop the hammer with Angela Merkel. We'll bring you up to speed. The Germans will not support the sanctions. They're not supporting the sanctions on Iran. Remember, we talked yesterday how China's lining up their buddies. They're new friends. I'm just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm not in the know. But I'm making a educated guess that the Germans and the Chinese have been playing nice. Uh, and now there's talk about Mercedes-Benz and, and a possible ban. And it's getting wild. 
Uh, we got a lot of ground to cover. We had jobs, uh, jobless claims, which is a number that no longer means anything come out. What we did have was existing home or pending home sales. Not good. Listen, I think this housing market might be rolling over. I don't know yet. Still too early. But this is the fourth straight decline in a row, and it's starting to get serious. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, consumer uh, spending. And maybe more important, consumer savings hit an all-time record low this morning, according to the all-time record low. Uh, and you think about it, you know, you go back to the heart of the crisis. Everyone was broke. Uh, and, and, of course, now they're just broke at a different level. Sears, uh, not bad fuel on fire. 72 more stores <laughs> closed. Sears is on pace. Uh, I think they've closed or announced closures of almost 200 stores so far this year, and it's only the end of May. We're not quite halfway through the year. At the pace they're going on, they should be out of stores by about 2020. Uh, well, if we get to that, we'll, we'll talk about that. And like I said, we will talk about uh, consumer spending and, more importantly, the consumer savings rate. What's going on in Europe? How bad is the problem in, at Deutsche Bank? And how far is it spreading? Uh, we'll try to cover all of those things uh, as well as, uh, well, I don't know how to how how this is all going to work out, right? But but I'm going to be the average guy on the street. We're going to do the average guy and how much it costs to really live in the United States and then compare that to what the Federal Reserve says inflation is. Draw your own conclusions. This is a very, very simple problem. You don't make enough money to pay for the things that you need to have. These aren't want-to-haves. These are need-to-haves. They've been lying about the data. They've been lying about it for decades. And guess what? The lie's about ready to come undone. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. Trouble is spreading. Deutsche Bank, the largest German bank. Man, this is starting to get real. And, you know, you start really thinking about it. And I know, listen, I get it. They want to pretend that they fixed everything and that, look how good we're doing, and they've overhyped this. We had GDP of 2%. All right, 2.2. Let me get the point two in there. After giving away another hundreds and hundreds of billions to Wall Street, we're running trillion-dollar deficits, and they think that, oh, you know what, we're going to pretend it doesn't matter. Guess what? It does. It matters a lot. Now we have the trade wars, which, you know, we're, we're back on. They were off. Now they're back on again. The Treasury Secretary may be on his way out the door. The housing market appears that it's rolling over fourth straight monthly decline in a row. The spring season not looking so well uh, here. This was an April number uh, down another two percent. These are huge. You got to remember, housing is such a big part of what we do. Uh, and of course, again, what did they think was going to happen? 
right? I mean, you've raised everyone's mortgage payments by what, 150 bucks a month, maybe 200 bucks a month. What did they think was going to happen? It's already been a terrible week for Germany's largest bank. When the Italian turmoil sent its stock price below 10 euros. By the way, today, uh, their stock price touched the new all-time low. Uh, talking about, if you just don't, we're talking about Deutsche Bank. They aren't even the biggest bank with exposure to Italy. I just want to point that out. That's a different bank. That's B&B Paribus, and, and French's largest bank, by the way, has the biggest exposure to Italy. And they're saying it got worse this morning. The Federal Reserve has designated Deutsche Bank's U.S. operation to be in troubled condition, which, according to the Wall Street Journal, is a rare censure for a major financial institution. And, of course, it's driven its stock price down. You know, of course, that's all they care about. Oh, the stock price. Forget about the people with the money. Right? Forget about you and I if you happen to, to, to be having to deal with Deutsche Bank. According to the Wall Street Journal, and this is the part that really kind of gets to me, the actual downgrade took place secretly. Of course it did. Guess what? It took place secretly, and it took place a year ago. Shh, don't tell anybody, because everything's fine. Yeah. Did you hear any of them? Talk? Think about every time one of these Fed presidents comes out on TV or goes and gives a speech at some type of convention or conference somewhere. And they're out there telling you, oh, yeah, we fixed it. Everything's great. Yeah, the banks are so much safer. Knowing that they've censured Deutsche Bank. And they did it a year ago. The troubled condition status is one of the lowest designations employed by the Federal Reserve. This move forces the bank to reduce risk-taking in areas like trading, lending to customers, and other words, they're trying to you know, wind them down. Now, here's what it's called. Now, I did not know, and this is one of the great things about listening to this show, you learn something new. Apparently, the Federal Reserve has a secret rating system known as CAMELS, C-A-M-E-L-S. It uses that system to rate the banks. It stands for capital adequacy. So the C is, is, is capital. The A is asset quality, right? So, hey, how much money you got, right? How much money, U.S. consumer money do you have? Hey, what, what type of assets? Are you unloading on these people? The M stands for management. Yes, we rate your management team. E is earnings. L, maybe the most important thing outside of capital and, and quality of assets, liquidity. Right? How much access to capital do you have? 
And then the last one, the 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 F sensitivity to market risk. And 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 again, I only bring this up because this is how devious they really are. The second this happened, we all should have known it. Right? If nothing else, they should have sent a letter to everybody that was in the U.S. doing business with Deutsche to say, hey, you may want to do business somewhere else. These guys aren't doing so good. Right? They don't want to do that. Why? Because you actually may do it. Right? Now, we don't want to tell you that this bank's still going to be – you'll pull your money out. And, and it said that a bank's top-line rating is from 1%. To five, so they they take the camels, they score it up, and then they give a a composite score. The best rating is a one. Troubled banks, which they've now said Deutsche Bank's U.S. operation is troubled, is rated either a four or a five. Five being the absolute worst, we don't know because they won't make the the, the score public. Of course, the the bank has to clear decisions now about hiring and firing of management with Fed overseers, and essentially, you know, the Federal Reserve is running Deutsche Bank's U.S. operation. Here's the part that had me worried: the FDIC is involved. So I don't know. Um, they said that it's it's got a subsidiary, Deutsche Bank. It's called Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, which is on now the FDIC's problems bank list. By the way, the problem bank list uh, grew by almost double in the last year. They didn't let that nugget out either. Just found that out as well. The FDIC doesn't detail the membership of the list, right? Again, right? Don't you think it's like this? Who was it? Uh, I forget what company it was that had the cars that kept killing people and and they weren't telling them and, and they got sued, right? And they got fined and all this stuff, right? If you have an issue as a company, Right? Don't you think, especially a publicly traded company, when your wealth is involved, that they should notify you, hey, guess what? We know that there's a problem here. Maybe you should do something about it. That's not how they operate. No, we're going to keep it a secret. I don't know how it got out. I've got a funny feeling, though. All of a sudden, Donald Trump is firing away at Germany this morning. You think Germany was making nice with the Chinese over the Iran deal, and now all of a sudden this is out there? I don't know. But it sure bodes the question of why it wasn't. They said that the they don't give the names of the bank on the list, but the list asset total rose by $42.5 billion in the first quarter. The FDIC troubled banks list 
of assets. In other words, we have American citizens that have deposits in U.S. banks. It doesn't have to be in the banks here in the United States that are insured by the FDIC. In the first quarter, they think about how they fixed it all. Think about, right, Wall Street, you know, Wall Street hadn't done much this year, right? It's actually probably down a few points. But you think Wall Street rallied over the year before, like 30 40%. The increase was $42.5 billion. Here, I got a little, you know, here's my problem with the increase, right? The FDIC doesn't even have the $42.5 billion. But, again, let's pretend that it's insured. Deutsche Bank Trust Company of America has $42.1 billion in assets as of March 31st. So maybe that's how they figured it out. <laughs> right? Hmm, I wonder what got added. Oh, wait a minute. That number is about the exact same size that Deutsche Bank's U.S. operation is. Commenting on Fed stigma, Deutsche Bank spokeswoman said the bank doesn't discuss specific regulatory feedback and that the bank is very well capitalized and has significant liquidity reserves. They got a lot less significant as their stock price plummeted. Um, I'll leave it at that. I mean, here's the thing. All of their spreads, all of their... Their interbank lending yields are all spiking. But this is really all you need to know. When we talk about we need to audit the Fed, when we talk about we need to know what's really truly happening, if they actually really care about our well-being, about our financial well-being, they would tell us. But they don't. And you know why? Because you know what? First of all, the bank shouldn't be that big. That way they could tell you and you could pull your money out and not worry about any other type of problem. Incredible. That that was, again, that was this morning, followed by, and that wasn't done, followed by Donald Trump, and, and this was being reported in Germany. So this is a story uh, that broke overseas that President Trump is taking direct action against Angela Merkel in Germany and is preparing to impose a total ban on German luxury car makers in, from the U.S. markets. I don't know. They're saying that Trump told French President Macron last month that he would maintain his trade policy with the aim of stopping Mercedes-Benz models from driving down Fifth Avenue in New York. It bothers me all the time. You know, you go out, you're driving around out there, and there's all these foreign cars everywhere, and people don't understand. They, they truly don't of what the real effects of this is. Uh, going back about a year ago, when you walk down, this was the, the president. When you walk down Fifth Avenue, everyone has their Mercedes-Benz in front of their house. But it's not reciprocatory. How many Chevys do you see in Germany? 
Not very many, maybe none at all. You do not see anything over there. It's a one-way street. The report comes uh, less than two weeks after the U.S. Department of Congress, uh, Commerce launched an investigation into automobile imports to, term, to determine whether they threatened to impair the national security of the United States. And now they're saying, and I don't know, that the country is saying, and this is out of the German newspaper, that the president is getting ready to put a ban on, on Mercedes-Benz. Get ready. Right? The steel tariffs, the aluminum tariffs, uh, are all going into effect again now. Canada, Mexico, Europe, all the countries that got the reprieve, they're back on. The only difference is Wilbur Ross isn't coming on TV telling you your, so- your soda cans and your soup cans are going to not cost any more money. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. If you feel as though all news from America's college campuses is bad news, think again. A new coalition of students is forming at Brown University in Rhode Island. They're calling on the university to earmark funding for ideologically diverse speakers to counter what they have calculated is an overwhelmingly left-leaning bias. This group calls themselves SPEAK, Brown's Coalition for Ideologically Diverse Students. The group was formed last fall by a sophomore named Greer Brigham. You might be shocked to hear that Brigham is a registered Democrat. He cites the 2016 election as his trigger for starting this group. The results of the 2016 election took me entirely by surprise, he said. The conversation we were having on campus felt very separate from the one that was going on nationally. How shockingly refreshing to see even a young Democrat who recognizes the severe disadvantages to the liberal tactic of shutting out one side of the conversation. The Speak Coalition is now comprised of some 20 students, and on March 21st, they released a detailed report on the drastic left-lean bias of Brown's speaking events. The Speak Coalition researched the political affiliations of all 237 speakers that the university administration brought to campus in 2017, and they found that 95.4% have a left-leaning bias. More specifically, of the 198 speakers who came to speak specifically on American political topics, over 93% leaned left. The Speak Coalition has decided not to simply invite their own speakers, but to publicly pressure the university to change their practices. Brigham described, Early on, we decided that rather than try to invite a couple speakers ourselves, we'd press the university to change the ideological makeup of the couple hundred speakers that they invite each semester. Although the administration has yet to respond to this bipartisan student group, Speak insists they will continue to pressure the administration for a shift in the ideological diversity of invited speakers. This is wonderful news. Brown University's Speak Coalition could spark a movement for the return of fair and civil political discourse on our college campuses. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you have a college-bound son or daughter? Do you care about the next generation? At phyllisschlafly.com, we expose the liberal agenda and anti-Christian mindset found on most college campuses and help equip conservative students to stand up for their beliefs. 
Visit us at phyllisschlafly.com and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Everybody, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. You may want to buy that Beamer now because uh, you may not be able to buy it later. Uh, we're going to keep our eye on it. And, and again, big news. You keep your money in the bank if you want to. If you want to pretend that it's insured and it's safe, go ahead. I can't stop you. But that's not the law. Sorry. No more bail-ins. Well, no, I'm sorry. No more bail-outs. Only bail-ins. Which is supposed to mean that the depositors pay for it. Uh, As the example today. The troubled bank's asset list rose by another $42.5 billion, which the Wall Street Journal said was Deutsche Bank's U.S. unit. I didn't even know they had a unit that did deposit. Apparently they do, $42 billion worth. Problem is, the FDIC doesn't have that kind of money, not to mention all the other banks that are on the list that we don't even know about because they won't tell you. And then uh, they they talked about U.S. consumer spending was up six-tenths of a percent last month. I believe it. I do. Because inflation is it's here. It's been here. They're, they're lying about it. Now, they said in, the, in this that, they, that inflation uh, was, wasn't too bad. That's what they said in the, in the report, that the spending was up six-tenths. The savings rate is now, uh, well, it's collapsing. And they're saying that the America's savings rate dropped two, uh, down to uh, 2.8%. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you think about most people don't have any money in the bank. That, I mean, that's what that said. And, of course, we've done all of these stories, all of these articles about how people, they can't afford $400, $500 emergency, right? Most people are dying the slow death, where every month they go a little further in the hole, a little further in the hole, a little further in the hole. Charles Smith, this guy is fantastic. Uh, he does the Of Two Minds blog, so if you want to follow this guy, Of Two Minds blog. He has several different indexes and what he calls the real-world measure of inflation. And I tell you, you know, I'm trying to – I'm like the average guy out there in my mind, right? I've got the wife, the two kids. I had a dog. We're going to get another one, right? Dog, you know, the white picket fence. I don't have a white picket fence, but there's fence. And I, I was telling you how just my health care – and, and some people say, oh, that's not that bad. $700 a month, not that bad. When me and my wife first got married, 
I paid, I want to say, $22 a pay. I got paid every other week. It was about $44 a month coming out of my check. It's now 700 We've been married for 19 years. Don't tell me about inflation. But he has all of these different gauges. My favorite is the burrito index. Okay? And he's a guy like me. He's a self-employed guy. Right? So he's self-employed. When you're self-employed, you track all your expenses. And, you know, because you get to write a lot of stuff off or what have you. In 2001, the cost of a burrito from the taco truck, okay, $2.50. It went to $5 in 2010. It was $6.50 in 2016. I just got a burrito from the same taco truck yesterday. $7.50. That's a 200% increase in 17 years. Burrito's still a burrito. By the way, the burrito index, that would mean inflation for the burrito is running at 11.76% per year. But he doesn't stop with, with that. By the way, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, I think this is important. They say inflation's only risen 40% in the last 17 years. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I mean, that's right around that 2% number. A little over, but it's right around there. What took a dollar in 2001, okay? This is what they do. They now try to claim it only cost a dollar forty three. So according to, to that logic, that burrito that was two fifty should run about three fifty. Problem is it's actually seven fifty. But the burrito index not the only index he has. College. He just used uh, the University of California at Davis. And, and I will tell you, this is part of the California education. This is a cheaper school. In 2004, in-state tuition at Cal Davis, $5,684. Right, that doesn't include, right? That's just tuition. Today, in-state tuition at Cal Davis, $14,463. Two and a half times the rate uh, that it used to be. That's 250% inflation. Of course, the official number since 2004, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's only 35%. 
Actually, it's 250%. But, hey, who's counting? Healthcare spending. And this is the one I know all about. And it's getting to be, it's, it's gotten ridiculous. A decade ago, the family that he's been tracking uh, the uh, was a thousand dollar a month with no deductible. Okay, this was back in. I want to be accurate here. It's a company with 170 employees. He's been tracking this company since 01. I'll get back to that in just a minute. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Both gold and silver. They're up just just a little, just a pitch today. Gold's at thirteen oh two in change. Silver uh, right at thirteen or thirteen sixteen fifty five sixteen fifty six. Yesterday we ran rolls of dimes at sixty five dollars. We had four hundred rolls. They're still I'm. I'm unfortunate because it's a great opportunity. But, hey, today we still have about 225 rolls still left. 226 is the exact number. 226 rolls of dimes. You're like at $1.60 or so over spot. Sensational. They're at $65. You get 50 dimes, silver dimes in a roll. They're at $65. We have the the... Ungraded $20 gold pieces on sale. We've had them on sale all week at $13.85, but today we have the excess. This is one grade below AU, which is almost uncircular. These things are super nice. This is what I'm told. Lots of dates. This is always nice. XF $20 Liberties. Cheaper than our normal circulated, uh, they're thirteen eighty on XF twenty dollar liberties. But I'm going to go a step better. You buy ten or more thirteen seventy at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and you, and you just think about what we've learned today, right? The FDIC's troubled bank list continues to grow. Right, this is the good times. We 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 find out about Deutsche Bank today. We we find out the tariffs are back on. Right, the steel and the aluminum tariffs. And remember, Wilbur Ross came out on TV. It only cost Campbell Soup a six tenths of a penny on this tariff. Like, here's the problem, Wilbur. The cost went up a whole lot more than the than the tariff because they understood this is how the markets work. You're going to choke off the supply, and the demand is going to be the same. It's going to go much higher than that. That's common sense. He didn't make that comment today. But we're getting back. Remember, I'm trying to, to tell you how big the lies are, so... Getting back uh, to to one of the guys, if you're looking for another guy, Charles Smith is the guy. He's been tracking 
this company, they're called MCS. I don't want to give out the MCS. They've got 170 employees. A family policy at MCS was $1,000 a month with no deductible. Okay. Now that same policy is more than 2000 a month with a $6,000 deductible. So again, maybe I should not complain. I'm only at 700 6000 deductible and a $2,000 a month premium. That's a 75% increase in the premium and the entire deductible. Though costs, rising costs eat into every employee's take-home pay, right? The the bottom 95% is going into what he calls welcome to debt serfdom. The only possible outcome from the soaring cost of living for the unprotected who are ruled by, well, you know, hey, I've got the regular job out there. This is what the problem is. I just put together a quick little tally for me. My health insurance, $8,400 a year. Ten grand deductible. That doesn't count any co-pays, any anything. Eighty four hundred. If not, a person went to the doctor. A single prescription got filled. Nobody broke anything. No X-rays. My wife doesn't go do her lady appointments. You know what I'm talking about. Right? We don't remember my knee. I paid cash for an MRI because it's only two hundred eighty-five dollars. Eighty four hundred bucks without the pluses. Two car payments. This was another one that came out today. I I, I don't know how people are going to do it. I really don't. A new time, new all time record high on car payments. Yep. Everybody now, if you got a car, the new average. This is the average payment: five hundred twenty-three dollars a month. So you just think about the average person, hey, we're married, we got two cars. That's twelve thousand five hundred and fifty, you know, fifty-two bucks. Just for health insurance and in the two cars, that's twenty grand. You haven't put gas in the car, you haven't insured the car yet. <laughs> then you're already at twenty. You haven't paid the rent, the mortgage. You haven't, had, you haven't done life insurance. You, you haven't bought food. You haven't paid the utilities. How long do you think this is going to really last? Arlene doesn't even want to hear it. She knows. She, she, she's like, yeah, don't stop it. I know. I see it every day in my own house. U.S. savings rate down to 2.8% and falling better get that wealth insurance because this looks like the ride's getting ready to end again patriot radio news hour we'll be back after the break 
afraid of what tomorrow's going to bring. Uh, U.S. $20. These are XF $20 lips. One through nine, thirteen eighty, ten or more, thirteen seventy. Then don't forget the rolls of silver dimes. Rolls of silver dimes, sixty-five dollars. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Things are heating up. Uh, major U.S. trading partners wasting little time striking back today as the White House reapplied the steel and aluminum tariffs on Canada, Mexico, and the EU. Uh, the EU commissioner came out, protectionism, pure and simple. European trade officials now have issued a list of hundreds of U.S. products, everything from peanut butter to my, uh, motorcycles, already bad day for Harley, oh, will, will, which will now be subject to tariffs by the European consumers, Mexico, the third largest trading partner with the United States says it's going to penalize U.S. imports of pork bellies, apples, grapes, cheeses, and flat steel. Uh, Canada has yet to respond. Uh, so that is, at least right now, that is the most up-to-date uh, thing that I have. If you're just joining us, several big announcements. Number one, Deutsche Bank's U.S. operation has now been listed as troubled uh, $42.5 billion worth of FDIC-insured assets at Deutsche's U.S. operation. Uh, we had pending home sales down for the fourth straight month in a row. The U.S. savings rate has fallen all the way down to 2.8% as, as prices continue to spike. And then, of course, we had the news about the tariffs. And uh, now CNBC is now saying, they are now reporting, CNBC is reporting that Trump does want to stop German luxury auto imports into the United States. So keep that in mind. The EU has now responded, apparently, with a list of hundreds of U.S. products that are now going to be slapped with tariffs there. And it's only Thursday. We still have Friday to go. And and. And we'll see how all of this shakes out. And again, this is all predictable. They didn't fix it. That was kind of the problem. Right? And now that they're trying to, you know, normalize, as they say, it's all breaking apart again. U.S. $20 liberties, these are XFs. So this is one grade below a U, lots of different dates, 1381 through 9, 10 or more. 1370, and then on the silver side, you cannot, you're not going to buy any U.S. minted silver closer to the spot than this on the silver dimes. Rolls of 50, you get 50 dimes in a roll, $65 a roll, which works out to $18.18. 800 951 Tomorrow we get jobs. So, so look for that. I think that number is going to be on the low side as well. Uh, and and uh, we'll see how all of the terror stuff plays out. Uh, reaction to Deutsche. My question will be, who's on the other side of all the Deutsche stuff, right? you got to remember, all of these, these banks are related. By the way, uh, Dow's only, you know, I guess hanging in there. It's only down about 225 points. So I guess that's the good news. Patriot Radio News Hour. 
Everyone take care. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We got one more show before the end of the week.